are you ready to elevate your life and business? This November, I will be hosting the Elevate Intensive. It's a four-week group coaching intensive designed to accelerate your results for the remainder of 2019 so you can step into 2020 excited and passionate about what you're about to achieve. Throughout the four weeks, we'll be overcoming your fears and helping you let go of exactly what is holding you back. You'll be creating a new way of being so you can step into who you want to become. You will align your values and beliefs to accelerate your results and you'll enhance your money mindset to set yourself up for massive abundance. You will have direct access to me to answer any of your questions and included will also be a one-on-one coaching call at the end of the program to help support you in elevating your business for the remainder of 2019. For you to get access to this, you can email me at hello at christinecorporate.com.au or if you'd like to win your spot, you can leave a review of the podcast on iTunes, take a screenshot, either email it to me or message it to me on social media, and you will go into the draw to win a spot in the Elevate Intensive valued at $295. To find out more, feel free to message me or email me, and let's get on with the episode. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset, and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. So over the last probably six weeks, I've spoken at four different events and the topics have been very similar. They've been around courage and they've been around resilience. So I really wanted to dive into that today, what it takes to build a resilient mindset and how to use courage and failure to support your resilience. It's something that I'm really passionate about and a lot of the time people don't realize that the resilience comes from our mindset. When we develop a mindset of strength and resilience, we're able to overcome things and allow things to fall by the wayside and not make them mean such massive things that stop us in our tracks. So when we're able to really understand the way that we build resilience, because it's really is built, we're not born resilient, We build resilience and we're able to overcome adversity when we believe in our ability and there's enough of a reason why we should overcome that adversity. Cool. So let's dive into it. So what is resilience? Resilience, I believe, is the power to to back yourself, to stay true to your vision and to continue to get back up when you've been knocked down. It's literally the elastic band of bouncing back. And a lot of the time we don't realize, but resilience is very closely connected to courage and failure. I believe that they're intrinsically entwined because without one component, so We can't have failure without courage, right? We can't have failed without taking some form of a risk and using courage to take that risk. And we cannot have resilience without failure. We need some form of failure or adversity to overcome a problem to solve, to build the resilience, to build the belief in our ability to overcome something. So I'm not going to go into failure because I believe that everybody understands failure. We understand what we make it mean and we understand different situations or different circumstances where we can experience failure. And when it comes to business, failure can look like in so many different places. It can look like a launch not working out. It could look like no one turning up to your event. It could look like 
going bankrupt. It could look like giving up on yourself. It could look like, you know, not showing up for yourself and keeping yourself and holding yourself back, like, and not taking the action that you want to take. So many people have different standards, I guess, of what failure means to them. And so I'm not going to go into failure because everybody understands the concept around failure. But what I am going to go into is courageous action. So we need to have courage and it's not without fear. A lot of people think that courage means without fear, but it's definitely not. We still have the fear and we dance with the fear to work through it, to be able to take the courageous action, to be able to take the risk. But I want to dive into some courageous action that helps build resilience and helps build a successful business through that resilient mindset. Okay. So one of the key first components is definitely learning to express yourself. And that is risky. So getting clear on what you want, asking for what you want and speaking your truth. I think that's one of the key things that I've recently helped a couple clients with is being able to powerfully and confidently ask for what they want and go after it and speak their truth and clearly speak their message. So then it comes across as powerfully as they see it. Then actually standing up for what you believe in. So we can often come across challenges in our, in our lives and in our businesses where we speak our truth and then we come up against judgments and we come up against rejection in that situation. And then I believe resilience is staying true to what you believe in continuously giving your opinion no matter what no matter how many times you get times you get shut down learning to say no when you want to and not just saying yes to to people please so i believe that helps to build resilience because you're continuously telling yourself that you're worthy when you speak your truth then there is a subconscious belief that's being taken on where we actually believe that what we have to say is worthwhile and that builds self-worth and self-belief which sets you up with for excellent resilience So where are you? So if you were to kind of gauge where you're at in your life and your business at the moment, I would love for you to consider that. So do you feel like you're taking courageous action with those things? So asking for what you want, speaking your truth, saying no, giving your opinion, standing up for what you believe in and staying true to your vision as you continue to do that. I would love for you to think about that for yourself and think, okay, I always love my podcast to be practical and to, for you to be able to walk away with key tips that you're going to put into practice to support you in growing your business. So this podcast is no different. So I would love for you, if you're obviously not driving, um, if you're able to grab a pen and paper, then you're also going to get a lot out of this. So think about it from that concept. Are you expressing yourself fully? If you were to give yourself a score between one to 10, so one being dismal, you don't really do it at all. You really struggle with it. 10 being completely courageous action being taken continuously and there's no area for improvement. So I'd love for you to just score yourself on that courageous action, expressing yourself fully. Where would you place that? And we'll come back to the scores at the end of what they, what, what you can then do with those. But it's really good to have that clear awareness around where we're at and where we can then start to lean into our growth. Because when it comes to resilience, it's all about stepping outside your comfort zone and it's all about developing the courage to continuously do that. So this is the first component, expressing yourself fully. The next one is dealing with rejection and judgment. So having to take on other people's opinions. I think sometimes in business we... We have to take on other people's opinions and we might not like them and we need to be able to often take feedback and constructive criticism and decide for ourselves what is worthwhile and decide for ourselves what's possibly coming from a place that's not constructive and we get to see that for what it is 
and we get to choose. And sometimes it's much easier to turn a blind eye and just go, oh, that just put that person was just unhappy. But when a resilient person looks at that feedback, they look at it and go, great, what can I learn from this? So taking on judgments, taking on feedbacks, feedbacks, sorry, taking on feedback and learning to deal with rejection. Rejection is a huge one. And I think that's where I feel like I've built a lot of my resilience. I definitely grew up in a household where we were expected to have a strong work ethic. So I think it started there for sure. And we were consistently, you know, pushed to try new things and learn new instruments and try new, you know, classes and be put in and push ourselves outside of our comfort zone. But Later on in life, I think when I took on my sales role in a corporate role, I consistently had to put my you know, fears aside and put myself right in face of being rejected continuously, like day in, day out. And I think that really helped me build the resilience around dealing with rejection and not let it affect me anymore because it means less about me and more about the value that I'm offering or the product or the customer's concerns or issues that where maybe that product didn't actually meet their needs. And so that has nothing to do with me. And it's a really beautiful way to look at judgment or look at um, rejection and learn to be resilient in the face of that. Because in business, you are going to get rejected. You're going to have people say no. You're going to have people not show up to your events. You're going to have people not like what you're putting out there, right? So being able to deal with that and continuously stand true to your vision and continuously move forward, no matter what, no matter the backlash, no matter the repercussions and continuously, continuously doing that is what helps to build that resilience. And I think what has to come into play here is also the social media aspect. So continuously putting yourself out there, you're opening yourselves up for judgment and rejection. And when you continuously do that, and then if you get any bad comments, then, you know, you're able to take those as a grain of salt. And it's not not something that's going to stop you from your mission. It's not going to stop you from continuously taking action towards your goals. And the other key component on this one, before you score it out of what, out of one to 10 is knowing when to walk away. So I believe this comes into rejection and judgment because sometimes it's knowing when to walk away from something that's unhealthy. So it could be a partnership. It could be a collaboration. It could be something that is just not working that you've tried 50 million things to make it work, but it's just not working. That's still a form of rejection. So it's all, I I believe there's a strength in walking away and making that choice for yourself as well. So I'd love for you to score yourself now between one to 10. So 10 being always taking courageous action, always dealing with judgments. Well, constantly taking on feedback and I, you know, don't listen to the haters. So if you score yourself between a one to a 10 for dealing with rejection and judgment, and then we'll come back to that at the end. The next one is pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. So doing hard things, overcoming adversity and building your resilience by putting yourself in situations where you are guaranteed to grow. This also is about taking risks, putting yourself in new situations, putting yourself in circles of people who have achieved the next level of success that are going to help grow you because you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. We get so comfortable in our own circles and I think we get comfortable in our own strengths. So being able to step outside of our own strengths and learn something new is always going to expand and build your resilience. So learning to be okay with being a beginner, I think is a huge part of building resilience because sometimes we don't realize that, you know, it's, it's all good and well, and we can handle things when things are going really well and we're good and we know what we're doing and we're in our comfort zone and we're just smashing it. But then when you're 
taken outside that level of comfort zone and you're put into a whole new situation with, on a whole new kettle of fish and you don't know what you're doing, resilient people look at it in a different perspective to what people who are quite comfortable that fear change look at that situation, right? People with resilience will look at it and go, okay, what do I need to learn here? What do I need to do to be able to make this a success? What do I need to do in, you know, what action steps do I need to take to make this a, a great outcome? So I'm, I'm a huge believer in this and I think it's something that I strive to that when I notice myself getting comfortable, I then go, okay, where can I stretch myself? Where can I put myself in a situation that's going to push me outside my comfort zone? And what's that next level? What's that next tier that I need to work towards to increase my skills, to improve what I'm doing, right? So I think it's something that is 100% builds resilience. So if you want to score yourself now between a one to a 10 for pushing yourself outside your comfort zone, one being I don't do it at all, 10 being I'm doing it regularly, consistently all the time. So where's your like media, right? Where's, are you at like a five where you're kind of like, yep, sometimes I do when I'm comfortable with it, but then other times or when I'm in control of it, or sometimes I, I don't. So that's kind of like sitting at a five or is it like eight, like I'm consistently doing it, but I possibly could be doing it more. So score yourself there for pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. The next one is self-commitments. So learning to show up for yourself, doing what, you're, what you say you're going to do. So constantly honoring your word and building that discipline with yourself. I believe it's self-commitment, self-discipline, same thing. Taking action towards your goal consistently and trusting yourself. So learning to build that inner trust with your intuition, your gut feeling, and learning to follow through on that. And then building that self-integrity, because when you believe in your decisions and you believe in your commitments, you wholeheartedly will back yourself. And that builds resilience because then you, there is less fear and you can, t- can continuously take courageous action. And no matter what happens, you will continue to do that, right? So when adversity comes your way or something just kind of knocks you off or punches you in the gut or whatever it is, you're able to go, you know what, if I continuously show up for myself, take that action and am consistently doing what I say I'm going to do, then I will be able to turn this around. So it's that consistent mindset that goes along with the courageous action. So I'd love for you to score yourself now between a one to a 10 for self-discipline or self-commitments. How, how often are you showing up for yourself and doing what you say you're going to do, continuously taking that action towards your goals and trusting yourself? The next one is vulnerability. Now, this is one that I struggle with. I have struggled with in the past. That's something that I'm leaning into myself. And I believe that for us to create great connections, great relationships in business, there needs to come vulnerability. And that also happens on social media. You need to be able to share vulnerably because people's bullshit meters are so far, so high that people know when you're you're not telling the truth and people know when you're not being real. So I think there's an element of being real and being true to yourself and speaking your truth from that place of vulnerability. So this is where, you know, are you showing up consistently and building those relationships with vulnerability? Are you connecting vulnerably? Are you sharing within and building those connections in your network? So I'd love for you to score yourself for vulnerability. And this could also be a mix of like sharing your story, like sharing your why behind your business and sharing with the world the reasons why you do the things that you do with your business and, you know, all the story behind it, things like that. So I think that some people really struggle with that aspect. And I know that I have in the past for sure. So please don't think that I'm telling you you have to go and do this. This is 
just an area for you to look at to go, okay, where can I be sharing more vulnerably to improve the connections and relationships that I have? So score that one out of a one to a 10 and we've got two more to go. So the next one is knowing who you are. So this is about really getting to know what it is that you want, what you value. I think a lot of people really don't take the time to understand their values and our values drive so much of our behavior and our needs. So really uncovering who you believe you are, what do you value, what do you want, what's your why? Like you need to have, if you're going to be resilient, you need to have a strong, compelling why that's going to back you up when things get hard. Because if you have a strong, strong why that you know drives you to get out of bed every morning, to be able to get through those hard times, to be able to continuously show up for your goals, then it's much easier to overcome that adversity. So make sure that you really articulate that and make sure that you're setting yourself up with a really strong, well-rounded why that includes other people. Because sometimes people get so stuck and going, well, it's my why, it must be about me. That does not mean it doesn't encompass other people. When you make it about something else outside of yourself, then it's much easier to look at that why. When you're having a bad day, you can read over it and go, this is the reason why I'm doing this. It's bigger than me. I need to just get out of my own bullshit stories and move forward. So what's your why? Then the key component of this is then you want to consider, do you value what you have to offer the world? Because when you value what you have to offer the world and you know what value you offer, you are much more resilient for sure. You can back it up. You can say whatever to naysayers. You can continuously stay true to your vision and not get knocked off, you know, your path when you're when whatever comes your way. And when you know, then that helps to drive you and that helps to eradicate the fears along the way. So I'd love for you to score yourself out of one to a 10 of how well do you know yourself? Do you know your values? Do you know exactly what you want? Do you know your why and your purpose? If you were to articulate that, you could put a score now. And the last one is learning to pivot, not quit. So getting comfortable with failure. Yeah, not an easy one. That's why I left it to last. But being flexible, right? So sometimes it's not about changing the goalposts. It's literally just figuring out a different way to find your way to those goalposts. So being flexible along the path and choosing a different choice of action when it comes to when things get hard. It's learning to ask better questions as well. So sometimes when we are stuck, when things get hard in business, we sometimes double down on what we're doing instead of opening up our eyes and finding other clarity to really see what's going on. So then we can make better decisions. We get so like almost tunnel vision. So being able to ask better questions to figure out on oh, what is the real problem here? What's not working? What clarity do I need to be able to move forward? And then building the belief around being able to do that for yourself. So knowing that you can figure it out along the way and focusing on the solution rather than the problem. And I think someone who's really resilient, especially in business, knows that it's about pivoting and it's not ever there is the quitting is actually not even an option that it's literally just going, okay, what's the next pivot? Where am I at? What's happening? What's going on for my business? What does my business need and where do I pivot? So being able to then be flexible in that movement as you go through and move through challenging times. So if you'd like to score yourself between a one to a 10 for this area, so learning to pivot and not quit, do you find yourself when things get hard, you kind of give up easily? Do you find that you get stuck in that tunnel vision? 
then I would really consider you scoring that on a, kind of on the lower area. But if you're consistently going, you know, I'm really quite flexible, I'm comfortable with failure, I deal with it no problem, I just know that it's a lesson, I know that I can see it from a different perspective and not let it close down any op- any other opportunities and I can make it mean something outside of myself and look at it from a different perspective that helps to move me forward, not keep me stuck, then that's when I would score yourself on a higher level. So between one to a 10, leave yourself a score. And then I would love for you to look back over them and then think about what action steps do you need to take? Because these are all courageous actions, right? So all of these seven are courageous actions that are going to help develop a success in your business. So where do you need to lean into? Where do you need to focus to be able to go, okay, so my area might be vulnerability. I need to start looking at where I can share more vulnerably, improve connections and develop relationships. Or maybe it's about taking risks. Where do you need to push yourself outside your comfort zone? Maybe it's learning to deal with rejection and judgment a little bit better. And these are all areas for growth, right? There is no right or wrong. There's no bad or good. It's just going, wow, this is going to help build my resilience. And I get to choose how to lean into that. Because the best part about it is that why wait for things to go wrong before you build your resilience? Build it now. And then when those things happen, which are guaranteed to happen, You'll have a whole different mindset and you'll be able to take it on with a mindset of bring it on rather than, oh my God, this is the worst day that's ever happened to me. (laughs) So when you're able to look at it from a completely different perspective, it helps you move through it. So I'd love for you to choose, actually, choose one or two areas that you'd like to be able to take action in in the next week. Because I honestly, when you have the knowledge, you need to start putting it into practice now or else things will happen, you'll forget. And then before you know it, something bad will happen. You'll be like, I wish I had worked on this. So please take a moment to just jot down. You can press pause if you want and then just jot down what's two action steps you can take in those areas to be able to help build your resilience. So go ahead and do that now. Now what I want to do is break down resilience. So how do we develop resilience? Yes, it's definitely about overcoming problems, right? Learning to fail and learning to look at it from a perspective of what lesson am I getting out of this? How is this strengthening me and how can I continuously move forward? And what was really interesting at one of the events, one of the ladies, actually one of the uh, audience members asked us, how do we build resilience in children? It was a really interesting question, but I think it was a perfect way of example to use it because no matter whether we're uh, we're an adult or a child, resilience is built the same way. And my answer to her was, you've got to let them fail. Because unless they have the opportunity to come up against something hard, to not know what to do, to trust in themselves, to figure it out and then overcome the problem and have the celebration of being able to work it out themselves, builds the self-belief and builds that pride so they know that they can do it again. That's the only way to build it. We've got to learn how to fail. And if we're too scared to try new things and take risks, then we're never ever going to be able to build resilience. So expanding your comfort zone, the more you push yourself outside your comfort zone, the more resilience you will build. The other key component, which I feel helps to build the resilience is the mindset that we have alongside it. So are we developing a mindset of everything's too hard? Nothing ever works out for me. It's everything, you know, every problem is a huge problem. Every failure is a huge failure that stops me in my tracks. Or is it the opposite of, 
I'm going to work it out. I'm going to figure this out. I know what I'm doing. I have value to offer the world. I've figured things out before. I'm pretty sure I can work it out, right? It's a whole different mindset. So managing the language that you use is in everyday life is really important. And if you would like to work towards building that resilience, this is where I would start. I would start with managing your language. So notice what you focus on. So when you're focusing on something happening, I would then go, okay, is that a focus of it's a problem or a focus of seeing the positive side or seeing the, um, the upside of it? So just be mindful of the way that you speak about things, right? So when we dramatize it or when a language goes to the negative, we are almost creating even more of a victim mindset because we're blaming, we're judging, we're um, basically giving away our power. Whereas if we take full responsibility and go, yeah, that happened, but that's okay. Like it's all the way that we take it on board, right? I'm sure you know somebody in your life that sees everything as a problem, right? They see everything as a problem. It's a drama and they just go about life and everything is like this dramatic thing where, you know, nothing ever works out for them. But, and sometimes you hear one of, the, one of their stories, one of their problems, and you think, that's not even a problem. Like, I don't even understand, but they get, must get significance out of it or connection from complaining about it or talking about it. It's what they, makes their life worthwhile, right, when they have that drama going on. So, and if you want to learn more about that, then you need to go back to the episode when I talk more about the core needs. Um, but yeah, learning to manage your language, the way you speak about the problem. Yes, it's important to feel the feelings at the time. If something's happened, you need to process the emotion that comes up, but then manage the language that you use about it. If you're talking about it as if it's the worst thing that's happened in the world, or if you're talking about it as in, oh, okay, this could be my next pivot. What am I going to learn from this? How am I going to grow through this? And what's the best, what, best way out of this? So focusing on the solution. And sometimes that's about asking better questions, right? So going, well, what do I need to do? What action steps can I take? What information do I need? What more clarity do I need to be able to make a better decision? I wonder if anybody has else has been through this. Let's let's find some support. Let's get some help. You know, all of that stuff is supporting your growth and supporting that resilience. And it's all about the inner dialogue because when we talk about, like, it was interesting because even at one of the events another lady was talking about she was consistently like we were talking about you know we're very determined and we're focused on staying resilient and continuously pushing through and and working towards our mission and then someone asked us but what happens when you're constantly push push pushing and then you get to that point where you just don't even know what you're doing it for anymore and she was talking about almost burning out and that's when I said to her like it goes back to your why like why are you doing it are you pushing for reasons outside of yourself? Are you pushing for reasons that actually you truly believe in? Or are you doing it to prove someone wrong? Or are you doing it to you know give yourself permission? Like, what is it the reason why you're doing it? Because when you believe in something truly to your core and your why is strong enough and compelling enough, you don't get to that point. If we're telling ourselves that I'm constantly pushing and I've got to do this other thing and this other thing, and there's this sense of exhaustion about it and this sense of obligation about it, it builds so much negative energy in the body and it feels heavy in the body that of course you don't want to continuously go, keep going, right? You don't feel resilient at all. But if you're like, I get to do this, I'm choosing to do this, I actually want to take action on this, then you're more likely to have the energy to follow it through. So managing your inner dialogue, I think is probably one of the key components of resilience. And when you interview anybody that is resilient or has overcome anything in their lives, 
the way that they speak about it is the language that they use is so powerful because they're focused on overcoming it. They're focused on the solution. They're focused on continuously taking action. They're not going to let it get them down. They're not going to let it affect them. Not going to let it keep them stuck. Like all of those resilient language patterns that people use was consistent in a majority of resilient interviews. So just start to notice that and start to take those on board. And that is all about asking better questions and focusing on the reasons why you're doing it. The other key component I believe which helps build resilience is building up your self-belief. So going back to that self-commitment component, the self-discipline, that's how you build self-belief. The more you take risks and follow through on your self-commitments by showing up for yourself, doing what you say you're going to do, honoring your word and taking action towards your goals builds the trust within yourself because resilience is all about what you believe is possible for yourself, right? If you don't believe it's possible, then you're not going to be resilient in whatever problem comes your way. But if you believe you are worthy of taking that action and stepping forward and going after what you want, then you're going to stay resilient. So building up your self-belief. And I shared this with one of the groups, like backing yourself with the core belief that which holds most people back is the belief that I am not good enough. So if you flip it and go, well, I am enough. And you use that to embed that new belief in your brain, you're more likely to believe it and then back it up with action that's going to follow through to make that belief true. So we want to build that self-belief up continuously. Take action, back yourself, show up for yourself, honor your word and tell yourself positive things like I am enough. I'm doing the best I can with what I've got. I know what I'm doing. I have value to add here. Like all of those beautiful self incantations that support the building of your self-belief and self-trust. Another great way to build your self-trust and self-belief is celebrating your achievements. A lot of people continuously take steps towards the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, and they forget to take time to acknowledge and celebrate how far they've come. And when we do that, we're basically telling our brain that it didn't matter. Whereas if we take a moment to acknowledge it, acknowledge the lessons, even acknowledging the failures, like acknowledging the failures in a positive way that you're like, you know, look at that. I took action and that's the result I got. But at least I tried. I gave it my all. I'm, or even like maybe I didn't give my all, but I'm proud of what I did put in. Right? That's still talking to yourself in such a positive way that it supports resilience. So celebrate your achievements. Take the time to acknowledge yourself and acknowledge your lessons and accomplishments along the way. And then finally, surround yourself with people who are playing a bigger game. If you want to be resilient, you want to surround yourself with people who are also resilient and are playing at a bigger game because that will help encourage you to continuously step outside your your comfort zone and continuously back up and build your resilience. So surround yourself with people playing at a bigger game and take courageous action towards that. So do you see now how the courage, the action, the failure and the resilience are all intertwined. They are all intertwined and we need each one for the final result. So the success that comes from taking courageous action, failing and continuously getting back up and being resilient enough to continuously doing that is what builds success. So thinking about it from that place, I really would love for you to step forward in taking those actions. Take a moment and even if you wanna take this further, make an action step for every single step, every seven area, which I outlined earlier, figure out an action step that you can take from that place and think about what belief would help support that. So let's say, let's say it's about expressing yourself and you say, well, my voice matters. What I have to say is worthy of being heard. 
right? It's a beautiful belief to back up and support you taking that action. So think about what belief would then back up each area. So I'd love for you to share with me on social media what your action step is and what area you're going to focus on. I'll put the areas in the show notes. So if you need to go back over them, you can. But otherwise, I hope you have an incredible week and and I'd love you to be part of my Elevate Intensive. So if you would love to be a part of it, you can head over to my website and check it out at christinecorcoran.com.au slash elevate. Have an amazing week and I'll see you guys soon. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.